everybody, and welcome back to the Never Seen Podcast, the podcast where we get together with friends, watch movies with those those friends who've never seen those movies. You know, for instance, they'll use quotes like, say hello to my little friend. Say hello to my little friend! And pretend that they've seen the movie Godfather when it's really from Scarface. I told you to say you, you have TB and you were seen a sanitarium. You were secure. When are you telling that? You should have kept your mouth shut anyway. Oh, okay. They'd have thought you was a horse and let you out. Hoo-ah! Uh, anyways, uh, I am your host for tonight, Alex Colego, a.k.a. Filipino Grigio. And with me tonight, we've got Adrian Delatore, De a.k.a. Della Boots. <laughs> How you doing? Good, good. How you guys doing? Great, great. And also joining me tonight, we've got Anthony Girardi, a.k.a. Toner. Hello, hello. And we also have uh, Justin Holden, a.k.a. Jimmy the Zombie. Hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> <laughs> and then we also have, uh, joining us with us tonight as a special guest, though, we got Nikki Del Toro, is it? <laughs> Can, uh, Baby Nickel, a.k.a. On, on the socials. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that is me. How goes it, y'all? <laughs> well, it's going well, it's going well. And then my uh, life partner... Because we have to be, uh, <laughs> because we're brothers. Um, Arnold Colego, aka Arnie, the one man party. How you doing? <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? What's going on? <laughs> doing great. Uh, so tonight uh, is a like I, I think three of you guys, four of you guys, haven't seen this film, or you seen parts of this film. Which which one you haven't? Well, anyways, we're watching Monty Python and the Holy Grail. And uh, I think, you, Arnold, you haven't seen it. Adrian, you said you've seen parts of the movie. I, I saw it a long time ago, okay. so I pretty much haven't really seen it. I didn't pay I was in college, so. Oh, uh, yeah. I thought that was a good time to watch. Uh, Under the influence. Time. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And Anthony, uh, you haven't. Yeah, this is one of those movies that, you know, I, th I think I probably know every single pop culture reference from it. Uh, and I don't think I've seen it all the way through, but probably I, I think I've seen the movie through enough YouTube clips and references that I, I feel like I've seen it. But but no, I've never, never watched it beginning to end. So I'm excited to do that. How about you, Nikki? Have you seen this movie? I have seen it, but I believe we might have been under the influence while I watched it for the first time. <laughs> it's a good movie to be under the influence with. It's I remember it being hilarious, but I don't remember why. So I guess I'll figure that out tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, Justin, you you and I have seen this movie. Arnold, yeah, you we, definitely we've seen this movie. We've, we've seen, seen the musical the play. together. Yeah, the play, the was it uh, Spam a lot. Spam a lot. Oh, is Just that what the was? play version of uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail? Yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> and then uh, oh oh uh, was it uh, oh the cool thing was is that um, Craig Ferguson uh, plays the king. Yeah, he was uh, during king the play. Arthur. It was so much fun to watch him sing and dance and all that good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so Arnold, wait, how about you? You haven't seen this movie, right? Uh, no, I, and I remember a long time ago. Remember when uh, we'd had the sleepovers with you, Tony, and and me. Well, not not uh, Tony, not Toner from the show here, but um, shout out to Tony Hovey. Um, <laughs> I remember you guys rented that several times. Yeah, we watched it constantly. Like, yeah, um, but then I don't know. Maybe it was the last movie that you guys watched, and then that's when I fell asleep. And I can recall at least two to three times that you guys rented it, and I never stayed up to watch it. So um, 
but I remember seeing bits and pieces. This yeah, falls yeah. in the a comedy cat category, right? You are correct, sir. Um, I know. It's, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's, no, a, it's a horror drama. Oh, yeah. <laughs> has a little bit. No way. Oh, I know. Has a little bit of that, right? Musical. Flasher. The, fl- the yeah. slasher flasher. It, it technically is an animated in parts as well. The part oh, that surprised true. me, though, that, that that was, um, I mean, I just barely learned that right now. So, Spamalot, the, like, the, the live play, th- that's equivalent to Monty Python and the Holy Grail? Uh, it, yes, but with yes. more music. Yeah, more music. It's more of a musical. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, actually, right. it's not more of a musical. It is a musical. Yeah. But there is some musical aspects in Monty Python and the Holy Grail, but they just kind of, like, expand on it with the, uh, the Hollywood play. Yeah, I know. Um, well, so for you, for you guys that haven't seen the trailer or haven't seen the movie, we're gonna watch the trailer uh, and get get some reactions to it. So uh, let's check it out. See it again for the first time on the big screen. Your mother was a hamster, and your father smelt of elderberry. Or if you've never seen it, see it now for the first time. Or see it for the first time since you last saw it. Or if you're very old or very <laughs> ill, see it for what may be the last time. I'm not dead. I think I I could pull through, sir. Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. That's good. Wee-wa. That's good. Wow. 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 Oh man. So what do you guys think of the trailer, uh, Arnold? Let's get your reaction. <laughs> I was like, hey, who's rewinding this? And then, and then I was like, oh, wait, the <laughs> voice sounds different. <laughs> and, and, uh, so, so uh, you know, right off the bat, kind of kind of get a little bit of the flavor of how how this is going to be. And, and my first thought was like, dang, Carla just left to go get some food. I should go and take a hit of some, some weed or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> get, a, get a drink. Uh, maybe I'll grab a drink. Yeah, well, so, yeah. I, I mean, I, this, this style of trailer... You know, you you rarely even see it in theaters anymore. Like, let alone, I mean, I I remember seeing an older version of this trailer. I think it was like the original trailer, and it had this style of comedy. And you don't really see this style of comedy in even just trailers alone. Because this was what the 40th anniversary uh, yeah. trailer that we watched. So it was it, it was a little revised. Which, but but yeah, it, it still brought that meta humor that I think uh, you know Monty Python and and those guys are are known for. The feeling that I got. Like I said, you know, I've I've watched like Life of Brian and those type of flicks, but I haven't some I've somehow missed the Holy Grail. Uh, I felt like uh, you know Mel Brooks films, and I think that's because Mel Brooks does that same kind of humor that that yeah. the Monty Python guys did. And and so I, while we're watching this, I was getting a real Robin Hood Men in Tights vibe from oh, it. Oh yeah, so. definitely. I'm sure yeah. they they t- Mel Brooks has taken so much inspiration from uh, Monty Python, people like Monty Python. Uh, Adrian, what did you think of the trailer? I, I'm gonna be honest. I, I <laughs> it looks kind of cheesy to me, but I get I get the whole um, Mel Brooks feel, and I I feel like uh, I feel like I like Mel Brooks better. Um, I've never been particularly like into the whole Monty Python stuff because I know it's like a big franchise, especially oh you comedy, comedy hipster. I know, I know, I know. I know, especially in the comedy world, it's like how can you not like Monty Python? You know what, but, you know what yeah. Adrian? I agree with you. <laughs> 
I don't know. It just, it just it looks a little cheesy, but but it's it's just the trailer. So you know, I really I really should reserve judgment until I've seen the whole film. Go ahead. Also, well, also, uh, British comedy has such a different sensibility than American. It comedy. does, yeah. And I like British comedy, like like Ricky Gervais. I mean, uh, he's one of my favorite comics, and the original UK Office was brilliant. So it's not. Would you say that because like Ricky Gervais is like very direct, right? Very blunt. Yeah. But I would I would say that that you know Monty Python and these guys are a little more subverse. You know, it's it's it, their comedy is a little witty, right? You know, it's it's like yeah. that that insult of uh, your your what is it? Your mother's a, a squirrel, a rabbit, and your father smells of elderberries or whatever. That's basically your mother's a whore and <laughs> your father's a drunk is is what that equates to. But they 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 Shakespeare it up, you know. Uh, see, yeah. I didn't know that. That that yeah, that brings a whole know. new. That's a whole new layer to it. I never even want to. It is. It's got um, depth, man. It's got depth. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's, that's why I'm saying like, like, I got to reserve judgment until I see it. Sorry. Yeah, that, that's the that's the whole British comedy. It's like there's all these layers to their their uh, wit. Yeah, and in British comedy in general, they're way less afraid to say things that you wouldn't see on an American sitcom. When it comes to like sociopolitical issues and you know cultural stuff, racial stuff, like they're. They're more like open to having that kind of humor, whereas here, you know, especially like on the main on the main networks, you wouldn't see the kind of humor that you would see on on the BBC. You know what I mean? So there is a difference. Like they got there. A, they got a good subtle way of, uh, or like a like a very very easy way of of saying things. You know, they're like, oh yeah, your ass. You know, oh your bum. Oh, you <laughs> Shut oh, your yeah, bum, your you nutter. I don't know. <laughs> well, the other thing to keep in mind is 1975 when it came out. And, guys, from last episode, it's also rated PG. Oh, yeah. Well, but that's, there's a reason for that because PG-13 no, we, we, didn't exist. We did discover that. We, you weren't here on the last episode, but we did discover that on the last episode. All right. <laughs> we just couldn't get over uh, a few things uh, that we were like, wow, PG, and they're showing this? Okay. okay. What did you watch last yeah. night? Uh, yeah, Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Hey, Nikki, oh, yeah. I've, got, I've got a question for you. Um, what is your level of exposure to uh, British comedy, like this old school style? This would probably be the only movie that I've seen. You, so you've never seen like things like uh, uh, Benny Hill or even like the sketch comedy mm -hmm. stuff like that? No, I don't think I've ever been exposed to any type of British comedy at all. But I like you guys are like talking about it and referencing it, and I'm like, wow, I have no idea. So you've never seen the uh, British version of The Office? No, I've not no, really man. seen The Office. Oh, really? I have the DVDs. Okay. I'll let you borrow them. Ding. Nice. <laughs> We're gonna watch them. Um, Aren't they on I, Netflix right now? Be Benny yeah, Hill's British. I thought Benny Hill was American. It was such a 2002 <laughs> no, sentence. Benny Hill. Benny Hill. <laughs> Swear I did not know that. Wow. wow. I don't even know what that is. Is that a person or a movie? I, <laughs> I just know the music that goes. Yeah, it's been a British comedy TV show. Oh, it's a TV show. Yeah. I didn't do yeah, it exactly for copyright purposes. Right. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. I'll have to play I, the song for you. I thought you. when you said Benny Hill, I thought that was a person. Or is it? No. It, it, no well, Benny I mean, Hill was yeah. a person, though. He was the host of the show. Yeah. He was yeah. kind of the yeah. sketch comedy. See, I, I get, I kind of get where Nikki's coming from because I'm the same way with like anime. Like, if you talk to me about the Sudoku and the Goku run and all that, like you, <laughs> like, you'll lose me. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know any of that anime stuff with with the. All Goku. right, Boomer. 
Hey, your Pokemans and your Yu-Gi-Ohs. <laughs> I love Pokemon, actually, because I play the games. With your Atari and your, your pinball. Your swizzle sticks. <laughs> and your Jackie Chan. <laughs> the most uh, British exposure I ever had was Jamie Oliver and the, and the Naked Chef. You know what's funny, though, about that show is it does have that sort of... You can see slight tinges of British humor. I, you know, just watching that show with you, Arnold, when we were kids, it's like uh, I could see where he got some of the influence on some of the, his, like, just his, just his wit. I feel yeah, like Arnold yeah. started watching that show for different reasons than a lot of people started watching it. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I, I was disappointed at first, but then I was like, hey, well, you know, hey, a little bonus, the cooking looks good. Yeah. So, I, so I, I actually, uh, I like muted myself and I showed Nikki the uh, intro song to Benny Hill. She doesn't even recall. I don't uh, know any of that. I, I saw a picture uh-huh. of the guy. I have no idea who he is. I have no, that song doesn't ring a bell. Where was I for this? Well, how, how old are you? That, that would probably help too. I'm 29. Yeah, you wouldn't have caught that. That uh, does Benny not help Hill. at all. Yeah. <laughs> that does not help at all. I mean, to be quite honest, I was catching reruns. Oh, I really? Yeah, I was catching so, reruns as oh, well. Oh, so this but is because, before me then. Like, I always stayed at my grandma's house when my mom was, like, working or she, like, went out on dates or whatever Ooh, Whatever great. she was doing. I went to stay at my grandma's, and we would, I, would, I was exposed to, like, uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. I was exposed to a lot of John Wayne and Elvis and... Uh, was it older films like Benny Hill, I Love Lucy, all those things? Like she, the, I, I, I'm actually very thankful for my grandma and my mom for um, being the one of those parents to expose me to these really old classics. I know uh, Andy Griffith. Andy Griffith is <laughs> hey, that's a great show. Honestly, yeah, it's classic. It's mm-hmm. interesting because Monty Python, like the Benny Hill music, has been in the cultural zeitgeist for for a long time. You know, so it's 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 interesting when you meet someone who hasn't heard mm-hmm. the Benny Hill music or who hasn't seen the Monty Python movies or whatever. Well, yeah, yeah it's funny. Is the only with, Monty, with, this is the only Monty Python movie I've seen. I think, right? I think this is the only Monty Python movie you've seen that yeah. I've shown you. I think I may have started to show you like the meaning of life. Oh no, no, the no. life of Brian. But I think you fell asleep through that one. Probably. Yeah. Definitely. The last time yeah. I heard the, the Benny Hill song uh, was, um, was at a party, and I was blindfolded, and they played that song while I, I was trying to hit the pinata. That was so fun. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, you know what's funny is that I, I, what I, you also see a lot of influence of uh, uh, the uh, uh, Monty Python in newer shows like The State... And the uh, um, what do you call it? Uh, Kids in the Hall had some uh, some of that influence as well. Uh, they were the more edgier uh, shows of the uh, late '80s, early '90s uh, when it come to came to sketch comedy, and you could really, really tell they weren't they weren't taking their cues from early Saturday Night Live. They were definitely, you know, yeah. taking their cues from. Yeah, other. They were doing. They were kind of doing their own thing. I. I was able to catch like a lot of the Monty Python show sketches and things like that. And some of them are fucking hilarious, way more funny than some of the uh, American comedy sketch shows. But my, my favorite uh, sketch shows was like Monty Python and um, was it Mr. Bean as well? I really liked those. Oh, those yeah, shows. Mr. Bean. 
Yeah, not... you know what I noticed about the uh, about the British comedy versus like American style comedy, like. Uh, <clears throat> American comedy always just took like a premise and just wrote, wrote it into the ground, whereas um, a lot of British comedy they they had a premise, but they kind of had that sort of twist that actually made it even funnier. Like that. Well, they would like experiment with things kind of mid-season too, you know. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Well, anyways, let's uh, let's get into it. You know, we're let's go ahead and uh, watch this movie. We'll uh, get back to you after we watch the film. And let's watch right. the show. Let's, let's <laughs> watch the show, yeah. Let's watch that, man. And we're back. And uh, so uh, that was a uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Uh, let's get some uh, initial thoughts. Uh, I I just want to say that I you guys all went to the bathroom. I stayed through the credits and there was nothing. Uh, it was just that same annoying song for what felt like an eternity to black screen. So you got, you got totally trolled. I got Rick rolled thirty years before, or ten, you know, ten, fifteen years before Rick roll was invented. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Arnold, what did you think? Uh, uh, a whole lot of silliness that, though, like uh, prolonged. Um, again, um, I have I have a really a big problem of eating during the movie and um you know i don't know if you guys saw my instagram earlier but i I ate like leftover thai food but then um (laughs) uh, well um, carla they went to go and pick up some in and outs and um yeah it was delicious and everything but man i was fighting the food coma where do you live (laughs) cathedral city Oh, so you went to the Thousand Palms in and out. Yeah, nice. yeah. I, but, I will uh, admit, I I don't think it was just the food coma because I was starting to doze off there at the end. The movie, I I think that's kind of what I remember now about not just like Monty Python, but a lot of like British humor in general is it just drags on. <laughs> yeah, they they tend Very to have bland. that. They they tend to have that um sort of, you know, it's kind of like get it, you get yeah. it, yeah. yeah. Hey, yeah. They really drill that right. punchline in until only like one or two people are left laughing, you know. <laughs> yeah. My favorite part though was when when um he's he's charging the castle and it keeps cutting back and forth between oh, him and the guards. That was <laughs> that was great. I there were a that. ton of times where I was just like cracking up, and and like I said, I mean I I love Mel Brooks stuff, so I, I just feel like Mel Brooks Americanized this. You know, he just gave it to us shorter for our attention span. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I can see, I can see the influence that this had on Mel Brooks, you know. Yeah. Um, my, 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 my. Uh, after watching it, sorry, I just want to uh, put this thought out there. Um, so, they're originally a sketch comedy uh, troupe, right? Um, it just felt like w- viewing it through the, this lens now, years later, with like this sort of like analytical mind of uh, seeing it. Uh, with you guys for the for the who are seeing it for the first time, um, it felt like just a bunch of sketches, you know. Yeah, I kind of saw that. There, like, was like a sort of a cohesive timeline that a tied every, through line that uh, tied everything together, but it just felt like it was they very were loose. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was very and, loose with the plot. Yeah. And that ending, um, I remember now, 
like I I think and I think I know why Arnold would always fall asleep when we were what we would rent this and watch it. It's because it like kind of got drawn out. You know, it got to this point where like kind of the 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 well for the jokes kind of start to dry out dry up but they they end the movie right as they they're starting to dry up so would you say like shows like you know the Chappelle show like um key and peel you know some of these sketch comedy shows snl they pulled from what monty python did breck and british tv you know with sketch comedy and and i i think monty python here is yeah you're right they're trying to make that sketch comedy format in a in a flick so they say okay let's put it all in the same time piece but let's create these goofy sketches yeah and i I, I can tell when they wrote it it wasn't much plot in mind sorry well and i mean in the 70s too i mean you had you had a lot of that the animated stuff in here so i mean i was definitely getting that uh sergeant pepper beatles type of feel with the animation yeah Yeah. Yeah. but i kind of feel like they do that with a lot of uh like sketch comedy uh, acts that are stretched into movies. You look at like things like uh, Wayne's World. Um, it's even even like as much as I love those movies, like even Tim and Eric's billion dollar film, it's a bunch of sketch comedies, but it's almost like that there's this disconnect that you don't really see. Even if even as funny as they are, it just feels like like too di- like there's not enough uh, joining it. Not enough, well, not enough I, connective I, tissue. For like Wayne's World, though, like they just took those characters and just created a movie for them. But this, I mean, like you said, it kind of felt like they were just creating sketches and then used, you know, and just stitched them all together in a movie to give you one long format sketch comedy show. Yeah, yeah it, it felt like a cinematic variety show with the animate that the animation and the the musical bits and. It was almost like a like a, like an old vaudeville show, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Which I really it's like a, like a vaudeville stage show. Yeah. I really feel it would have been interesting if I would have like you know smoked a little weed before this or something. <laughs> <laughs> that might have been why I was falling asleep too. Yeah. <laughs> I have a question for you guys. I, I missed something in the beginning in the chat. Somebody said that this movie seemed very woke. Uh, what did I miss that made you say that? Oh, the political commentary uh, when the Arthur. Anarcho, Co- um, they were talking. There was like a lot of commentary on anarchy and why, yeah, you know, why the, like capitalism and all the and communism don't work and. Well, um, and, and, and yeah, Arthur comes monarchy. in there and he's like, I'm, I'm the king. And they say, well, I didn't vote for you. And he's like, well, that's not how, you know, like, how did you become king? Oh, divine lady in the water, you know, gave me a sword. And, <laughs> and they're like, well, that's a silly <laughs> system for government. Like, we can't just go <laughs> passing out leadership when lady, wet ladies hand swords to people. <laughs> it's funny because we, 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 you know, referenced Game of Thrones in the chat and, uh, and I remember at the end of, well, whatever, spoiler alert, at the end of that, sh- at the end of Game of Thrones, Sam is like, proposes democracy and they all laugh at him. Yeah. You know, so I almost feel like that was, 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 was ripped, ripped off of this in a sense. You know what I mean? Like that kind of joke. I don't know. What do you guys think? Man, he's taking me a flash. I'm, 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 I'm thinking now. Cause, cause I, and now I watched Game of Thrones like two or three times the whole thing. Um, well, it's it's when they're all sitting there in the council deciding who's going to lead, yeah. and before they give it to to Bran. Sorry, Game of Thrones spoilers. Uh, it's okay. Pretend well, the last season doesn't point. exist. Uh, 
So before they say, oh, Brand, you know, before Tyrion goes, Bran will lead us all, uh, Sam goes, oh, why don't we let the people decide the leader? And they all go, no, the people are stupid. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, what was the Princess Bride reference that you mentioned, Anthony? Oh, I was just laughing because the, uh, the guy that, ends, you know, in chapter 24 or whatever, scene 24 that ends up on the bridge, uh, he reminded me of the uh, character from Princess Bride. The, what was it? Mad- Billy Crystal? Billy Crystal's character, oh, oh, uh, yeah. Max, or what was what was his name in the wh- yeah. whatever it was like Mad Max or whatever it was. Uh, it reminded me of that character just living in a sh- in a hut in the woods, and I'm like, oh, see, Mel Brooks is ripping off uh, Monty Python even even there. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Justin, what's your what are your thoughts on like uh, how many times have you seen this in your lifetime? Oh man, I've seen this movie a bunch of times. Uh, I want to say. No less than ten times. Let me let wow. me ask you something. Let me ask you something. Uh-huh. Um, we you and I both went to go see Spamalot. Yes. Um, I found after watching this again, I actually find Spamalot a lot more interesting than the movie. Ought to be quite honest. Well, how? What are your? Well, uh, well, your I mean, I, I I I think I kind of appreciate them both uh, separately for their own kind of quirks to them. I would say Spamalot is um, Monty Python condensed into a uh, smaller production. Um, with is that music. a musical? What is that? Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, Spamalot is a musical. They have, like, different songs. Um, I believe... Oh, they still have the Spamalot... Or the, the, the Camelot song in there that we see in, in the movie. Um... Which, but, which, which uh, funny, but I, by the way, I didn't get that reference until I saw those subtitles today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> whole, yeah. Now I know where they got the name Spamalot. There you go. <laughs> yeah, the, so that's where the, the that song is also where they got the name Spamalot. Um, as far as, like, if, if you want to watch Monty Python quickly, then watching the play is definitely where it's at. Um, it, it definitely takes out a lot of the um, hang time that the movie has and condenses it down and makes it a little fun. But that's kind of what you expect out of um, a play. Uh, you're, you're taking a story and just kind of condensing it because that's well, kind of sort of what they're built for. It's like a greatest hits thing. Right, exactly. So, I mean, and I appreciate Monty Python in the movie um, as, as its own thing as well. Uh, it's got its own extra stuff in it that can't be done in a play. Um, if I were to choose one or the other uh, to watch, I think I would continue to watch the movie. Uh, even though, like, some of the jokes are a little bit repetitive, a lot of the scenes are repetitive, Um and it does get to be a little bit dry at the end there, I still am entertained by the visuals and the things that are happening in the movie more so than the play. Uh, the play has its has its quirks and its fun little things, but um, I think there's more, more depth to Monty Python and the Holy Grail compared to the play. Yeah. You want to see the play now. The play is fun. Totally worth it. Like if I if if I were to get tickets to go to it, uh, you know, I totally would. So it's fun. Hey, hey, Nikki. Um, 
So you said this is you have you've seen this before, correct? Yeah, we watched it once, but honestly, at this point, I felt like I was watching it again for the first time. Okay. I don't remember <laughs> it. I don't remember it a lot from the first time we watched it. I'm not but sure why. Being that you've not been too exposed to a lot of British comedy, British humor, uh, does this whet your appetite to see more? Um, I don't know. <laughs> For That's me, a good like, question. The movie is funny. That's a like, no. <laughs> it's a funny movie, but it's not like, oh my god, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen. Like, it's like a dry comedy almost. Yeah. So it's yeah, like, I, I would be so down to watch another one just to give it another go to see if that's, you know, what it's really about. But at this point in time, I'm not like, oh my god, I need to see it all. Yeah. But I think the movie's got some hilarious. No, I points. get it. It's, it's definitely dead jokes. Of the movie. <laughs> oh, totally. Life of Brian. I don't even know. I honestly did not even know what year this movie was set in. I was like, are they all? Because at the end with the cops, nine thirty-two like, A.D. I was like, what year is it? Why are there cops arresting people? Like, well, that's kind of like that naked gun, uh, yeah. you know, airplane type humor where they just kind of throw that away but carry it out throughout the whole series. Oh. It's meta humor, I think, is what you have to call it. It's meta humor, fourth wall humor. I mean, yeah, definitely fourth wall humor. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like not super <laughs> silly. <laughs> I mean, it definitely is. Who silly. said that? <laughs> that was me. Barney the one man party. I love it. <laughs> super silly. Yeah, that was uh, that voice came out. Yeah, okay. I was wow. unsure who Man, that you was. Get to some voice acting, though. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, and Arnie, guys. the one-man party. Oh my god. <laughs> hey, uh, so, okay, um, who, who? Like, here's a question about regarding British comedy. Uh, have who's in this group has seen um, the Mighty Boosh? I have. I have not. Oh, is that with Old Greg? Old yeah. Greg, yeah. I uh, love Old Greg. I that, love Old Greg. That style of British comedy. How? How how attached do you think it is to this style of uh, British comedy from back then? I'm abstaining from this because I thought Old Greg was dumb, and oh, that's yeah. all I'm saying. It's the <laughs> dumbest thing ever. It's absolutely the dumbest thing ever. But for some reason, I find it very hilarious. <laughs> I mean, I to me, like this, the new style of British humor, like from the Mighty Boosh, was really breakthrough. Almost, I, I mean. Like, it, the way that Tim and Eric was here in America, uh, the Mighty Boosh was in Britain, I felt like. They like, on the same level sort of, sort of weirdness and awkwardness. Yeah. But, Brit the, like, Mighty Boosh kind of was this show that um, was a lot more dry humor, but still had that awkwardness and weirdness, but also taking to another level, whereas, like, Tim and Eric was just super awkward and... <laughs> In general, wait. Does the Mighty Boosh have other sketches other than Old Greg? Yes. Oh uh, yes. I've it's never seen them. It's all TV series. It's actually on Hulu. I've only ever seen the Old Greg sketches. You got or see sketch them. if it's only one. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess I'm not really that exposed to that either. So. <laughs> yeah, there's a whole like, I mean, while uh, British comedy is like a huge, there's like a uh, umbrella term. There's a lot of different styles, and um, Monty Python is one. 
the, the style that uh, Mighty Bush uh, does is a, a different kind. But um, well, let's let's go around the table and see what every uh, everybody's ratings are. Well, I was I was just reading the uh, synopsis from Letterbox, and God, Letterbox needs better synopses. <laughs> it was so <laughs> bad. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I won't, that. I won't yeah, leave everybody so, hanging here. I'll, I'll read it to everybody. So it says, this part's funny, the, the little intro. And now, at last, another film completely different from some of the other films, which aren't quite the same as this one is. So that's great. That's right on their brand. But here's the synopsis. King Arthur, accompanied by his squire, recruits his knights of the round table, including Sir Bedivere the Wise, Sir Lancelot the Brave, Sir Robin the Not-Quite-So-Brave as Sir Lancelot, and Sir Galahad the Pure. On the way, Arthur battles the Black Knight, who, despite having had all his limbs chopped off, insists he can still fight. They reach Camelot, but Arthur decides not to enter as it is a silly place. <laughs> what wow, is that? Super silly. <laughs> yeah, that is a really terrible synopsis. They describe like one scene of the movie. That's like the, <laughs> accurate, though. That's accurate. like the kid that like didn't read the book who wrote the book report. <laughs> like also another bad yeah. movie. They wrote this after watching the trailer. <laughs> you know. Like, like, uh, yeah, this is what it's about. Yeah, we'll let they it They read the title and just made up a bunch of stuff. <laughs> Sounds legit to me. Yeah. <laughs> Seems legit. Oh, uh, well, uh, so I give that uh, that synopsis uh, one star for sure. But the movie, um, God, I don't know. I... I, I think it's just a personal bias for me. I, I'm not a huge British comedy fan. Like I said, I, 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 I like that it inspired a lot of the American comedy. And I think what America does best is take British things and make them our own. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead. <laughs> I, I still, for, with respect from where the movie came from, I'm going to give it three stars. Uh, that's, that's, that's a respectable, uh, I mean, it, it's middle of the road. I mean, Little, little over, little over <laughs> yeah, halfway. Little, little over, little C plus. Over. How about you, Justin? Uh, I definitely give it a four out of five. Uh, it's an entertaining movie. Um, I love uh, that. I, I love some of the jokes. I love some of the sketches that they do. Um, to the point where that, like, I can just off the cuff just think of the joke. I, I use some of the references in everyday life half the time anyway so it's like <laughs> uh i really like the movie four stars i'll always love it and continue to watch it from time to time it'll always love you too how about i you, hope Nikki? so <laughs> um okay so i have absolutely zero knowledge or history of this movie at all i so with that being said i'm gonna give it like a two because I don't know, like, it just was dry for me. I got sleepy during it. I thought it wasn't as funny this time as it was the last time, but it does have funny moments. But I think it's maybe just not a style of comedy that I'm used to. Right. So yeah. I don't, I don't, like, resonate with it. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it was funny. Credit where credit's due. That's where the two points comes from. I respect that. <laughs> How about you, Arnold? What's your, what's your rating? I was almost going to give it a, a two and a half, but, you know, the, the I mean, just the, it's a pretty, I mean, I guess iconic movie. Like so many people, like they really love it or I, didn't, I haven't really heard any many people say, say that they really hate it, 
but like I can see how a lot of um, people kind of modeled how they uh, uh, write or do sketches and 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 um, like their style, um, but put their own little twist to. It. I, I guess the groundwork that this movie laid, uh, I gotta you gotta give a lot of respect for that. And so I give it a, a three, a letterbox three, but on my Z rating. <laughs> I, I, that's hey, what I said. Um, a, a two, a, a two Z's. Yeah, there was, I admit, there, there was a couple parts where Carlo was like smacking me. Like, you're not even watching. <laughs> and, 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 not even watching. <laughs> and then I was like, then I hit it hard right there. And yeah, I was just like, man, what am I doing? Oh, I, I don't know. I gotta wake up. <laughs> I gotta set up this food, man. And just settle. I, I thought I thought it was the food, but I guess yeah. It, it a lot of the parts dragged on, just like how I'm dragging on. Man, I don't drink coffee, but I, I'm drinking coffee right now, so I feel ya. I feel ya. <laughs> it's a sleeper movie. I, I think we all feel the same way about it as you are. And all the time. Adrian, what do, you, what do you got to say? All right, so I, a few things I wrote down. I actually took notes for once. Um, that stood out to me. I like the callback to the dead historian. That was great. I always yeah. like callbacks like that. I liked the, I liked that the narrator was killed off camera. That was, that was funny. Um, I liked the... The uh, what when they go to the enchanter, like, why am the enchanter? What's your name, Tim? Like, that was good. Uh, <laughs> I like when the guy is killed by the arrow, he's like, Message for you, sir, and he just falls dead. That was funny. Uh, that was I like the cock blocking scene where the guy's gonna spank all those ladies and oh, yeah, have <laughs> sex with them. That's why I said this was like my favorite scene when I was a teen. Yeah, <laughs> you, I, I like the whole um. What's that? I said those outfits were sheer, like completely see-through. PG. Yeah, PG. 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 That was PG sheer. PG sheer. <laughs> <laughs> um, the I like the part where 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 he's like, oh, that's right, that's not right for my idiom, and he's like, I'm gonna swing out of here dramatically or whatever it was. That was good. <laughs> I felt very Robert. Yeah. Um, I like when, when when the religious guys say the Lord spake. <laughs> Lord spake, really. <laughs> um, and I like when the guys were thrown off the bridge. When they got the questions wrong, that was that, that was funny. Yeah. And I like the part where he says, "Have you noticed so much about swallows?" <laughs> Just good. irreverent, weird shit like that. Um, this movie is really uh actually great for the modern age because it's so because it's a sketch move based movie. You only get you know you only have to watch the funniest bits on YouTube. You don't have to watch the whole thing really. I realize. So it's like in a way, it's kind of good for. You know, for yeah, it, the, it, the internet culture like, we're in, you know. Yeah, exactly. I, I never thought about that, but that really, that's a really good point. We could easily cut this movie up into pieces and like throw yeah. them on the internet on YouTube, and people could just consume it and not even have to worry about the rest of the. Uh, yeah. The, yeah. That that that's yeah, and 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 um, yeah, it it was good. I mean, you know, it it felt very low budget. Am, am I crazy in saying that? No, no, you're you're no, not you're not wrong. Yeah, totally low budget. I yeah. actually uh, one comment I want to make about that. I was thinking about this um, as like something that I wanted to bring up, but now that I'm glad you mentioned it, I feel like a lot of British comedy, a lot of British produced in stuff in general has a slight lesser budget. I don't want to say low budget, but lesser budget in comparison to yeah. their Hollywood counterparts. Well, it's right. it, there's 
apparently, and this is true even now, you know, British TV and film productions, they, they don't pour the kind of millions of dollars that we pour into our TV yeah. and film productions. Like they, like our, our, like the writer's rooms on TV shows here in America are like 20 people. Right. And, and British TV, it's like two people and yeah. they have like six episode seasons and they do like three seasons and they're done. Like that was the British office. It was literally two seasons, yeah. a Christmas special. And it was written by Gervais and Stephen Merchant, and that was it. Well, yeah, I feel actually, like I've actually uh, heard that they even have, whenever TV they make they write TV, they have zero intention of continuing it as a series. They always write the season just for the season, and that's it. If yeah. they get get brought back, they, that great. If not, then they've done their job. But yeah. I feel like that's only certain seasons. Like The Office was low budget, like by design. I mean, like think about Doctor Who, right? I mean, that's probably one of the largest BBC properties to, to date. And I mean, there's a I've lot watched, of production value goes in that. I've watched modern Doctor Who, and even like the more modern stuff looks low budget compared to what you would see on on American television. Or maybe it's just me. I don't know. It, it looked no, it I seemed agree. low budget to me. I don't know. I you agree know with you, Adrian. It, it does look yeah. low budget in comparison to uh, American TV. I mean, the first, but I mean, again, thinking about when, so like, again, this movie, like Monty Python, Holy Grail, 1975. I mean, so obviously they had, so, I mean, like the thing that I noticed so much was the overdubbing and post-production. You know, there was a lot of, of sound effects and, you know, when the guy was eating the apple at the guard in that scene that you liked, Adrian, where they kept zooming out, just the, the yes. over, you know, emphasis of the, you know, it was like, okay, <laughs> come on. But it was just those things that they had to dub in because the technology, you know, they didn't have the, the equipment there, I guess, to, to capture all the natural sounds yeah. that you would have nowadays and the coconuts yeah. which are famous I that's actually that. i read that's because of budgetary reasons like it's cheaper to have coconuts than it is to hire actual horses yeah yeah, yeah. So, for like you know, audio effects and, shit. and the horse union i mean you know you can never yeah. get to show up on time <laughs> they're so yes, sometimes you have to really get creative when you have low budgets and yeah. that's kind of the brilliance no, I... of comedy is it is it there's so many ways around stuff you know yeah you just make no, it I... fun in a low budget way yeah, I was actually kind of thinking of that too, because uh, um, when I was thinking about that whole budget issue, um, there were so many instances in the movie where they, if they had a bigger budget, they could have done something more, but <laughs> they didn't. You know, yeah. obviously, like, obviously, like the cartoons, but although the the cartoons uh, interludes are uh, harken back to the actual TV uh, sketch show. Right. Right. I feel like that's part of the charm of this movie too. Is 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 the low budget feel to it? You know what I mean? It's not yeah. the it's not this big slick Hollywood production. It's, you know, it's this lower budget. Just a bunch know. of friends. Yeah, all recording you need is themselves a, do some like, stupid shit. Yeah, good stories. <laughs> we uh, do that every week. <laughs> it sounds familiar. <laughs> Camera. Sounds familiar. <laughs> um, oh, my Letterbox rating. I'm giving this a three, a, a really strong three on Letterbox. Yeah. So there you go. Cool. Um. Well, for me, uh, yeah, after I've watched this, I, I want to say at least 30 times, at wow. least. Um, but uh, I want to say a good majority of it was in my early days of like before, right before I started working for Video Depot, because me and Arnold and my friend Tony, we like have these like overnights or we watch kung fu movies and eat pizza. And then for some reason... End the night with watching uh, Monty Python, but uh, I get why uh, Arnold was falling asleep at the, by the end of uh, Monty Python because today tonight 
I was starting to fall asleep by the near by the end of Monty Python, just because it was. I mean, I, 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 even though I've seen the jokes a bunch of times, it was kind of nice to see, have had such much, so much space from my, the time that I watched it, the last time I watched it, to now. But, um, yeah, like, the jokes were funny, but then uh, the, the space between each joke just kind of dragged, you know? Yeah. This yeah. is a good background movie. Like for me, like Always Sunny, yeah. I've watched that show yeah. a million times over, and I can have it on in the background. I'm not thinking about it too much. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll pay attention every now and then when the, when I know a funny joke is coming up. I feel like this is one of those kinds of movies. You know? Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. Um, but so for the, for that fact, um, I I think I I I agree with um, was Arnold. You gave it a three, right? Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. I, I give it a three. Uh, uh, actually, no, I'll give it a three and a half just because of nostalgia factor. I mean, I do have, uh, um, like, I have good memories with this movie just because of um, the, the early days of, like, working for a video store and then, like, having this camaraderie with friends who also love the movie. And we'd constantly back and forth say all the quotes of, from this film and everything. And, it just felt like an inside um, joke amongst the pe- the friends that I had there, because, to be quite honest, Monty Python was kind of a uh, cult yeah. classic. Definitely cult classic. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, three and a half, definitely, very. Uh, but it it is a rewatchable one, but like one of those background, rewatchable ones. Like you're doing stuff like throughout the day. It's not an annoyance. It's actually like one of those moments where you turn around, oh, it's a funny scene. Yeah, you uh, can dip in and out at any time. You know? Exactly. I like the idea of splitting it up and making it episodic on uh, on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. It might, make, it four, make it four 30-minute episodes. There you go. <laughs> yeah, <Nice>. definitely. <laughs> Maybe should, they should uh, do that for the 41st anniversary. I'm going to binge watch a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Binge the whole movie, movie this weekend. Rather than watching it as a movie, I'm gonna watch it as four 30-minute episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I just need that. I need that cutoff to be able to, you know, go do something in between in that hour. Goddamn millennials and your episodes. <laughs> make make Damn it feel a little bit more responsible, right? Back no, in my day. No problem sitting through 12 hours of Stranger Things the day it comes out, but two hours for this, I'm snoozing. Honestly, 12 hours. Those are rookie numbers, son. Some people play the same video game for 40 hours straight. Yeah, I've I've played World of Warcraft. I have uh, 128 hours on Kingdom Hearts 3. There you go. (laughs) Or something like that. Hold on. (laughs) To be fair, Justin, didn't you accidentally do something weird when you, like, first started playing it and you were playing it on this, like, a really difficult... Oh, yeah, you were playing it on the hardest setting, like, right when you got it. what was I playing? Oh, yeah, and I continued to play it on the hardest setting. Oh, well. And, And you were, like... And I how beat come it. I taking so? You're like, like, how come it's taking me so long to beat these bosses? Yeah, this is a game take, rated for children. It was taking uh, forever. No, and also at the same time, I uh, had an XP like uh, like zero XP thing turned on, so I wasn't gaining XP while I was playing. Oh, that's hilarious. So I couldn't. Uh, oh level yeah, up. you're like, why am I not leveling I'm up? Like, why am I not leveling up? I'm like that's level zero deep. still. <laughs> 
That's yeah, a bad I, I, game design that they would have that off by default or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> what? what? Art, art, of, of, yeah, I know. There's a lot of megahertz there. Oh <laughs> yeah, Arnold, Mega. you, you're, uh, Is that one of those video movies? Look at all uh, those megahertz. This is one of those Arnie the One Man Party uh, isms. <laughs> I just, I just imagine Arnold walking into somebody's house with like you know, two bottles of like Jack Daniels in each hand, holding it up like the like the Kool Aid Man. You know what I mean? A leather that, jacket and sunglasses. Leather, yeah. That's how I imagine Arnie the One Man Party. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, no bottle. Totally you know, you that image is not too far off. I I think I didn't think it was. <laughs> Well, anyways, that's uh, I guess that's it for tonight. Thank you for uh, like tuning in with us, uh, Adrian. Where can we follow you? Uh, Della Boots with the Z on Letterbox. Just follow me on there. I am always updating it with the latest movie that I've seen. I just did that tonight, obviously. So, yep, follow me at Della Boots on on Letterboxd. Besides, besides this movie, what was the most recent movie you watched? Uh, what did I watch recently? Hold on. I- I'll have to look really quick. Make this another point. <laughs> Fuck. We'll do it live! <laughs> Stuber? Okay, it live. I saw Stuber recently. That was good. Okay. Okay. I, a lot I of people said my... that was bad. That was actually a pretty decent movie. I'm, I'm, guys... I'm interested in checking out Batista. And Nikki, how about you? Where can we find you? Um, I'm not on Letterboxd. But I'm on Instagram. Uh, yeah, not with that attitude. <laughs> <laughs> not with that attitude. I'm not going to amount to anything. <laughs> uh, I'm not on Letterboxd, but I'm on Instagram at Baby Nicole. The huge. The huge. Sweet. How about you, uh, Justin? Uh, you can follow me at Shibby the Zombie on Letterboxd and Instagram. Actually, it's uh, for Letterboxd, it's at Shibs88. And then the same goes for. Uh, Instagram as well. Shib, S-H-I-B-B-S-8-8. Follow me there and all that good stuff. Follow me there. He's also on an old 56K modem BBS board that you can find uh, through a, a Java application. BBW what? <laughs> a lot of megahertz right there. Yeah. <laughs> you could subscribe to my meth lab. <laughs> Monthly <I'm on> subscription? <laughs> <laughs> they send up, they send you a box of uh, different kinds of meth. Only meth. I have uh, I have I sell meth uh, bath bombs. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Arnold, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me uh, on Facebook, Arnold Calego, um, or LinkedIn, or um, Arnie Calego on uh, OnlyFans, Letterbox, of course. <laughs> um, no, not on the OnlyFans. That that one's a, um, you have to swipe oh. up on my Instagram. Sorry. Go to my Instagram, <laughs> Arnie Calego, and you'll you'll find my my OnlyFans on my stories. Swipe up only. there. He takes Zelle, Apple Pay, PayPal, oh Venmo. Venmo. I'm up on all of them. Cash app. Twitter. Cash app. TikTok. Check out my TikTok. I'm taking notes. Adrian knows all about this stuff. <laughs> all right. Uh, Anthony, where can we find you? Uh, on Instagram and on Letterboxd, you can find me at Toner, T-O-N-3-R. Uh, I'm nowhere near as active as Adrian is on Letterboxd, but I rate some stuff, so <laughs> I rate our stuff. <laughs> yeah, the, the movies that we watch, I, I've been like trying to keep up. And uh, you can find me on Letterboxd, Daily Dares. Uh, pretty much all the socials you can find me at Daily Dares you can find, follow the Ghost Channel 
on Instagram. Also, don't forget to like and subscribe to our uh, on Spotify. Follow us on Instagram, Never Seen It Podcast. Uh, we want to thank Soft Sailors for uh, loaning us their music for the episodes. And until next time, see you soon. Thank you.